Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plavskin. Focus, because you woke us up, you crocus. Watch out for the locusts, because plural of Roku is rocus. And if you're smoking, don't toke us. What a blocus. So if anything can happen on Halloween, then Queen Aggie school is rigged and we're in a curry to find a ray of sunlight at my little school because growing up isn't easy. Halloween's on time. Joining us today are the usual boil, boil, toil and troubles, including Kevin. Let's go, witches, Jager. Yes. <laughs> Kimberly, our double, double toil and trouble game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello. Uh, and with us today are the Los Sanderson sisters, two hammies. Let's give a big broad waist of welcome to friends of the show. Friends of the show. Aaron J. Albano and Nikisha Williams. I'm not ready for this. I didn't like that. I just want to be Mary. Thanks. Yeah. That was terrifying. I'm back. Oh, thank oh, goodness. That was, like, oh, I thought it was actually a flying monkey. He just kind of looked it's like an me. old man because there was yeah. no like. Yes. No. Nope. Just me. <laughs> I know you thought it was chistery, but instead it's me. Mm-hmm. Happy well, welcome Halloween. To our, welcome to our Halloween episode, everybody. We're so happy to have you in our haunted house. Um, but this week we're uh, talking about some Halloween witches. So we're going to be breaking down um, everyone's favorite, or we'll see. Or we'll see. Hocus Pocus. Um, <laughs> and then for all you patrons, uh, we'll be talking about the worst witch from 1986 um, and playing a game with Kimberly. So stay tuned for that. Um, but uh, let's get started with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Kimberly, what are you drinking? I'm back on my fall time train. Oh, I used an opaque glass, so you can't see it. <laughs> um, just look at my monogram instead. Yes. <laughs> um, apple cider, Tomcat gin. And I just, I made it very strong, so I just topped it off with some seltzer. Cool. So bar cat. 
Hmm? Bar Hill Top Cat, not Bar Cat. Call it Bar Cat? <laughs> um, um, I was FaceTiming my parents yesterday and my mom was like, what do you put with this again? And she had a bottle of the Tom Cat gin. Oh, really? And I was just like, apple cider, get it now. Nice. <laughs> um, Aaron, what are you drinking? I am finishing off a bottle of red wine. So I'm drinking a red wine, but then I have some moonshine waiting in the wings for me when this is done. Cool. Kevin? Red wine and some moonshine. Um, <laughs> I am drinking red wine as well. I'm drinking Menage a Trois Cabernet. Yes. Uh, and Nikisha? Uh, in honor of Sarah Jessica Parker and her time on Sex in the City, we will have this vodka cranberry that I always have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm drinking Brooklyn Oktoberfest, and then I'm going to move on to Evan Williams' Kentucky Bourbon. Absolutely. Bravo. Good job. Um, but welcome. This week we're talking about Halloween witches. Um, so uh, let's start off with a Hocus Pocus. Um, has everybody here seen Hocus Pocus before? Yes. 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 Okay. So I was like looking seen... around being like, did anyone say no? <laughs> so I'm going to just run through some fun facts. Nothing. There's a lot to probably be discussed about this in terms of like fun facts. Um uh, but uh, let's kind of go through what this 1993 film is. So it is directed by one of our absolute favorites and truly the director of our childhood. And I will say it every time, Kenny Ortega. If you really think about the movies that we've talked about on a, on multiple levels, um, Kenny Ortega is somehow involved. So I feel like Kenny Ortega is like solidly in the film category of our rankings. Yes. Oh, he absolutely. Film himself. Films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is the film. Wait, he's in our rankings, and we haven't even gotten to Newsies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of them are films. Yeah. Kenny Film Ortega. Yeah, yeah. they're Kenny they're all in this together. Um, <laughs> so Kenny Ortega um, stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Dejimi, uh, Omri Katz, Thor Birch, Vanessa Shaw, um, and Doug Jones. Um, so this was released in July because they wanted it to come out when kids were not in school. Um, however, mm. it, went, it went head to head with Free Willy and did not do well. Um, that was a bad choice. Agreed. <laughs> Originally, Wait, is Free Willy not a Disney movie? No. Who made Free Willy? I don't know. We don't need to look it up if we don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so where did but, I can, like picture like I think it was Fox Searchlight like yeah it oh, might yeah. have been something like that like a Paramount um, or something probably well mm-hmm. uh, it's Warner it seems Brothers like such a Disney movie but Warner Brothers not, Free Willy's yeah. is Warner Brothers under the Warner Brothers Family <laughs> Entertainment um, um, but this movie and they won um, that one this movie did not really do great however it was came in fourth place its opening weekend and grossed only eight point one million dollars however. This October, the one that we are talking about right now, Hocus Pocus was re-released in like um, in in um, drive-in theaters and small theaters mm-hmm. because of, there's no new movies now, um, and it made 1.9 million dollars over that weekend, um, and made 1.2 another weekend and uh, 756 thousand. So it keeps making money even now, adding to its total. Um, so it's doing very well. It's on Disney Plus as we've all watched it. Um, this movie went through a lot of different versions. Uh, originally, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was offered the role of Max, but declined it to be in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Um, Great choice. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great decision. 
the original Sanderson sister that which went to which went to Bette Midler um, is uh, was originally written for Cloris Leachman. Um, oh, I did hear that. And, uh, and and that's kind of the, the there's other stuff we can talk about. Um, some of the outdoor stuff was filmed in Salem, Massachusetts. Most of it was on stage um, in uh, Burbank, California, um, sound stages. And at that point in time, Bette Mid- this movie was getting like it was getting stalled a lot. And then Bette Midler found the script and got very interested. Interested, and that's where it got fast tracked. Um, and Bette Midler is quoted as saying, "Up until this point in her career, this is the most fun she's ever had making a movie." Um, and because I lead that into the fact that it is confirmed uh, that Adam Shankman is directing a sequel um, to this for Disney Plus with the three of them. The three of them recently confirmed they're doing a sequel to this. Um, and so uh, Disney Plus is bringing us a Hocus Pocus sequel um, and with, with the three of them. Because right now the three of them are doing some sort of fun Halloween thing to raise money um, with the three of them. Oh, if you yes, look at I think, yeah. Yeah, um, if you look at Bed Midler's uh, um, like Instagram, Instagram. And ice. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Doug Jones and is a part of it and everything. So um, um, that's super cool. Um, but we are talking about the 1993 version, um, and just uh, go around and we've all seen it. So I want you to talk more about your what it means to you now, while having watched it um, for this Halloween season. Um, so Kevin, let's start with you. Um. So I love this movie. I remember seeing it as a little kid um, when it came out and loving it. See, like my siblings, I'm pretty sure we saw it in the theaters um, and then watching it all the time on TV. Uh, So I love it. And I can't wait to talk about all our favorite moments and stuff. But I also, this watch specifically, noticed a lot of things that I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, there's a plot hole. Well, that's okay. (laughs) really awkward like there were so many moments where i was like it's like the like the veil of it being a perfect movie because it was like my childhood loved movie came off and i'm not saying it's not still a film i just mean this watch i was like watching it as an adult being like oh but that's not how things work or like (laughs) oh this would have all been fixed if the cat had just spoken to his dad like there were so many moments where i was just like Ha ha! Okay, it's fun, Kevin. You're having fun, so like I had to remind myself to like not notice some of those glaring bottles. So to jump on what Kevin said, something I didn't mention earlier is that this has built a cult following over the years. A lot having to do with like uh, Freeform and ABC Family playing this and having the rights to it um, over Halloween, which is I, I think where I may have seen it for the first time as a kid. Um, um, Kimberly, we're, we're, what was your relationship with it? I was just going to say, I don't know how I saw it for the first time because I was four when it came out. And so I wouldn't have seen it in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but Freeform and ABC Family makes a lot of sense because that was my after school jam. <laughs> um, so I'm sure. Yeah. S Club 7 into Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> S Club 7. Oh my God. Guys, ain't no party like an S club. Like an S club party. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, so good. I don't even know what S club seven is. I'm old. I don't either. I was like, I don't know what that is. Oh Wait, that god. surprises me that you don't, Kevin. But it doesn't surprise you that I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't surprise. Great. Me. <laughs> it's all on YouTube. Just saying. Okay. It's on YouTube. 
Yes. Oh, and Akisha. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kimberly, did you have something else that you were going to say? Oh, no, I just saw it on ABC Family, and then I don't know when I first saw it all at once. It might not mm. have been like until college that I saw it without commercials. I agree. This may have been the that. first time I ever watched it without commercials. Yeah. And then I, I have since, I watch it every year, like wherever it's available sure, sure. to me. Yeah. No, Kimberly, that's the exact same thing. I just remember watching it on TV because like how I got into my scary movie thing was that my older sister, she's six years older than me, half sister. She would come visit in the summers and then force me to watch scary movies with her. Um, So I was like seven years old watching Child's Play. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, the title of that movie is misleading. Misleading. Absolutely. But she knew (laughs) what it was and she knew what she was doing. Uh, So when it would come on, she would be like, you have to watch this. And so we would sit down and and watch it together. And uh, yeah, I would just watch it every time it was on when I did have cable because now what is cable but when I did have cable uh ABC family definitely watched it every time it was on and this past weekend I actually went with one of my friends to Salem uh to visit all of the Halloween festivities which even though COVID is happening there were a lot of people there more than I expected (laughs) but when we were in the hotel Hocus Pocus was playing on TV and I was like, this is very perfect right now to be in Salem watching Hocus Pocus. So did you go to the awesome. house? I know. I was like, does the does wait which house? I didn't the their the Sanderson sister's house. And the um what's Rich Girl's name? house. What's her name again? Allison. Allison. Not Allison's house, the Thora Birch's house. Oh <laughs> all the houses. All the houses. Um, um, I didn't see all of the houses. There were just so many people there that I got like a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah. But we went to like there was like a witch dungeon museum that uh, we went to, and then there's all these like little shops and stuff, and it was just like a super cute atmosphere. Would you say they were little shops of horrors? Oh my god! Yes. So, Aaron, what is uh, <laughs> what is my history with? What's your history with Hocus Pocus? <laughs> with Hocus Pocus? Um, so from what I remember, I don't think I saw it in the movie theater. I do think that I saw it in Well, you TV. auditioned for it, but they told you you were too <laughs> they old. They said no. They said nothing. They said nah. I will say, I was like, they said nah, we don't need a lot of color in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it's Salem, Massachusetts. We just need white people. But... um. <laughs> I will say because I, I I don't think I saw it on Freeform or ABC Family. I think I saw it on like it didn't exist when we were kids, Aaron. Correct. I think I just saw it on Disney Channel. Like I think I saw it yeah. like after the Torkelsons on Disney Channel. <gasps> the like, Torkelsons. <laughs> yeah. What is that? I oh, will that's, a, that's a deep cut. I will. Did... Go ahead. Go ahead, Nikisha. No, I was just gonna say it was the same creator for Boy Meets World. Did the Torkelsons before Boy yeah, Meets Minkus World? Minkus is in it also. It was just, it was basically like a redneck, well, in, a, in the loving way, a redneck family who like are just trying to get by and make it through life. But I will literally never, ever get over the episode when the oldest Torkelson girl could not afford a prom dress. <gasps> and, and she had the stain. And they were all making fun of her. That like, her, like the girls at school were making fun of her for being poor, which was like the meanest thing I'd ever seen. And then like her mom makes her a dress 
And then she gets a oh, stain yeah. on it and like is so upset. But then like her mom sews like a flower over it or whatever. And like, yep. it, and it was just one of the most like heartbreaking, sweet heartbreaking. and like, oh, it was so wonderful. It's like the greatest show that no one knows about. Like yes. it's yes. really great. It's really it great. Is. Any case, so I think I watched it on Disney Channel and then it's 100% like, it's like the way all... All I want for Christmas is you as like a Christmas staple. Hocus Pocus is like a Holly, uh, Halloween staple. So sure. I've well, watched Haley, it many, many a time. I think it's like Thora Birch's and Sarah Jessica Parker's strongest work. Agree. Wow. Bold. <laughs> bold. Very bold. But I stand by it. Haley? Really, really throwing shade on girls just want to have fun. But that's yes. fine. Yeah, sex in the city. <laughs> Aaron. I will stand. Oh, yeah. I still stand by it. Um, yeah, this is definitely better work than Sex in the City. Uh, wait, me for Hocus Pocus? Yeah. So Haley has joined us. For those of you not on Patreon, pa- not a patron on Patreon, but Haley, what, what's your Hocus Pocus thoughts? Wait, you didn't make the worst witch a full episode? <laughs> <laughs> How dare! She's just going to drop Worst Witch in every single sentence that she says. So when I every... Worst Witch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Hocus Pocus. Um, I don't remember when I saw it. I don't think it was in theaters because I probably would have been too scared to see a Halloween movie in theaters. Um, I truly can't remember. But like Aaron said, it's a Halloween staple and... I have to watch it before Saturday because I haven't watched it this season yet. And it's fabulous and fun little story. When we were in tech with um, Bet, she did something. And then she goes, oh, that was too winny. And all of us were like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Honestly, we could stop the episode now. That's the best anecdote we're going to get ever. Yeah. She was like trying something yes. and like she said a line somewhere and she goes, no, that was too winny. And it was very small like to herself and we all were just like, what? Keep it in! Keep it in forever! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that, that makes me so happy. Truly. Cool. I like um, that Winnie is like a stand, like a like a character that she's that stays like with her forever. lives in her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, were you going to say something? The level of camp in this movie is so incredible, and it's like a big reason why this movie is incredibly popular amongst like the LGBTQ community. Um, <clears throat> because I feel like the Sanderson sisters are basically three versions of drag queens, like very heightened versions of drag queens because you have the one like the comedy queen which is like the um the like the comedy queen who's like the like laughed at me comedy queen which is like the kathy and jimmy you have the comedy queen who's like the i'll read you for filth comedy queen which is like the winifred and then you have the like i'm beautiful boy crazy drag queen kind of persona in sarah jessica parker um but I think that like that level of camp and everything is so in line with like the LGBTQ plus community, especially at this time period of like the early nineties, this kind of like fun, sassy camp. Um, Do you feel like it's like, it has like a special like subsection of gay culture. 
I figured that that was just like general, like life theater, like theater people, like camp culture. Do you think well, it's, I think it's, gen- I mean, I think it's like general. Like I think like overall, I just was saying like pointing out that I think it's interesting to see how their personas can be. Cause like, I've definitely heard of drag queens who have said like one of their initial, like, like, kind of inspirations was like the Sanderson sisters ridiculousness. Oh, cool. Okay. That's awesome. I like that. I had never thought of it, though. thought of it in that just like subcategory at all. Did anybody awesome. else have something that stood out this time based on year or based on your age um, watching it as opposed to watching it when you were a kid and kind of just enjoying it for what it was? Uh, the scene on the bus when they were asking for children and he was like, it may take me a second, but I can get you some children. And I was like, yep, that definitely was something that flew over my head <laughs> <laughs> as a kid. But watching it now, I was like, okay, I know what you meant. Yes. Sure. Uh, Aaron, you raised your I hand. Will, I will say that like watching it this time, like the indirect sort of virgin shaming of the movie. It's the entire film. Yeah. It's a little like, it's like if there's like, any part of the movie that I'm a little like, it's that. Where I'm just like, hey, he's like max 16. Like, calm down. Let yeah. him be Did a virgin. Calm down. No. That's cute. Yeah. And I'm just like, his, hey. name, his name is Max, so he is max 16. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I was just like, that, that was the one that was a little like, gee, this is, this doesn't feel great. Um, I will say that I did some IMDBing this time to see like where they are now, what they sure, did. Sure. Um, the voice of Thackeray Banks, I recently found on TikTok, but also <laughs> because you know that he dubs. Hey, Kimberly, like, you're on TikTok? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Work. I love it so much. Um <laughs> But he dubs the voice of the live-action Thackeray Banks. Like, it's not him. Wait, it's That's, not the dude? No. They cast a voice actor to be the cat, and then he dubbed the, like, kid that plays it. Whoa! That's insane. That and poor the kid! Thackeray has been on every season of NCIS. He is a regular... He's like the main one of the main characters on NCIS. Wait, really? Yeah. Work. It's, it's Steve's friend from Full House. Oh, oh, oh really? did she have to go? Yeah, he had to leave. Okay. It's Steve's friend from Full House, is what Jay says. Which friend? Which of Steve's Which friend? friends? The shorter guy. I don't know. With but the also one, the voice oh, actor that does the one who voices Max? Max? The one that plays Max, Jay? Yeah. Oh, we're talking about Thackeray. Oh, sorry. The hot one. <laughs> I just got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because um, he's also Max Goop. Yes. And the hot lion from Lion King 2. Uh, oh, I never like, saw Lion King 2. He's, this, this he's is like me. my cartoon crush. Because right. Thackeray Banks, I feel like, was my first celebrity. He was on Step by Step. He wasn't on his Full House. He was on Step by Step. Oh, Day by Day. Yeah. Does everybody remember the specific age they were when they realized that the character's name was Thackeray and not Zachary? I always knew his name was Thackeray. Yeah. I remember realizing that there was a name Zachary that wasn't Thackeray. 
Yeah, I just thought his name was Zachary for a long time. Also, the entire scenario with Gary Marshall is creepy. And oh, yes. Yeah, that, that catches me off guard every rewatch. And also, am I incorrect? That's his sister playing his wife. Correct. Okay. Yes, Penny is so not, only is what? It, not only is it Gary Marshall, the famous director, with his sister, who's also a famous director, playing his wife, but it is we're supposed to believe that a man in a devil costume just invited three old like middle-aged women into his house and just kind of was like hanging out with them and like being in like suggested like all of that was uncomfortable um and i i still can't get over why the cat didn't just talk to his dad instead of just I, like a cat like yes this was the first time that i thought of that i was like why isn't he talking do you think he doesn't and, talk until the candle burns? It's part of the virgin thing. Sure. Oh, maybe. But then why didn't he talk to the parents to help them convince the parents that the sisters were back when she was holding uh, Banks and they were at the party and she was like, the Sanderson sisters are here, blah, blah, blah. And the cat's just silent. Like I he agree. could have also. Although weren't they already singing at that point? So they would have already been under the spell. No, it was before. Oh. They just arrived. This movie sucks. (laughs) Wait, so here's another question. When you growing up, did your parents leave on Halloween to go to a Halloween party? Absolutely not. That seems like the whole the whole town goes to this Halloween party just leaving their kids to be mischievous. Like that seems very weird. If he's max if he's max sixteen though. Like, My parents, as soon as we were like trick or treating by ourselves and like didn't need their care, um, the neighbors had a Halloween party, and all of all the parents of like not chill like true children would go to sure. the neighbor's Halloween party. Okay, My mom was I, I, I buy that. My see, I lived, I grew up on a cul-de-sac, so all the parents on the cul-de-sac they set up one big long table at the end of the cul-de-sac where all the parents sat and drank together while they had like, like an, on the long table were like the eight buckets of candy, one from each of the houses on the cul-de-sac. So you didn't have to walk through every house. You just come up to the table, get candy from each house. And then the adults all just sat there drinking and hanging out. It's like that. that was like, oh my gosh. I didn't even really have Halloween. We had something called Hallelujah Night because of my um, Bible belt. Uh, <laughs> and so our ch- <laughs> hallelujah night it was called yeah, hallelujah night but my parents were amazing so they also let me trick-or-treat as a kid like there's photos of me like in a witch costume like in a nose you have to like sneak in that is after so Protestant. i hate that. It, literally it was called hallelujah night and instead of trick-or-treating on halloween we would go to church and we would like play games and like there would be candy there so you don't get the candy from the strangers you get the candy from the church that is the wow. most American Christian thing I've ever heard ever. Yeah. Yes. We had one house growing up that gave out pamphlets about oh, really? why Halloween was the devil instead of. Candy. Oh wow! I say they had like no a thing on their door that said like We do not celebrate Halloween. Please take a pamphlet that explains why. And it was like, please let so the Lord stay and away from that house. Oh, see, we're all Catholics, so Catholics like, oh no, we play along, and the mother makes the costume for all seven of her children. Yeah. <laughs> my mom made all of my costumes growing up like all four of my, like me and my siblings just like 
Yeah, from, my mom made costumes too. Like from patterns and all that crazy stuff. Just like sewed the crap out of it. Um, we'll say, I didn't think of this in the movie, but I thought of it now. Do we think the like adult party, the adult rich girl, rich kids party at, at Allison's house? Allison's? went from that party to the dance afterward or did they have their own were they, they like an exclusive party? pre-party yeah were they in, were they were they like a were they pre-gaming before they all went to the dance or are they in their own house just chilling and therefore not affected by the sanderson singing hmm, do we have a house question. full of like unaffected parents that don't know where their kids are Correct, but don't care because they're rich. There's like all these parents who are like, I was so worried about you. We are under a spell. And the other parents are like, we're just rich. Us too. We care about you. <laughs> 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 I think it was probably a pre-party. And then they went the over pre-game. to the... So there's a bunch of like Elizabethan costumes at that party that we just didn't see. Also, yeah. have you ever been to a Halloween party where like the theme of the costumes was chosen for you? Like on Halloween? Yeah. Haven't you ever watched uh, Big Little Lies or whatever it's called? But that wasn't <laughs> Halloween. That was just a costume fundraiser. Right, right, right. It wasn't like, I'm throwing a <laughs> Halloween party. You must rent a $200 historically accurate Renaissance outfit. No, but I have like... been to, I mean, Alex, uh, Alex and Matt's parties always have a general theme that you can try and fit into, but like, they don't care. For Halloween? Like, I've never known they no. had a theme. Yeah, every year they had the theme. That feels a lot more like college party. Like, like I literally was going to say that was my college. We had a village people party. Oh, we had theme parties. Yeah, yeah. We weren't on Halloween. Halloween, the theme is Halloween. Yes. Yes. True. We had one. We had one. (laughs) We had one party in college. I didn't host the party. I just went. It was called the like sexiest unsexy party. And so it was like a competition to see who could show up. Like, you know, everyone like, I'm a sexy cat. I'm a sexy dog. Like, it was come up with party. The, the most unsexy thing that you could make sexy. So it was like... What did you wear? I... I... I what did I wear? I wore... <laughs> you know exactly what you wore. I'm trying to figure out how to say it better so that it doesn't sound stupid. Um, I was... I was sexy athlete's foot. And so I would put like, uh, like I put like white, like paint stuff. So it was like the cream. And then like, I was, I was a sexy athlete's foot. That's clever. That's good. That's funny. That's mm-hmm. cute. Um, but people did stuff like that. So it's like something really gross, but like you made it sexy. Oh God. <laughs> well, um, um, Let's just go to Kevin's corner. I, I can't think of anything right now. For, for, for Friday's in the, the corner, corner with Kevin. Kevin. Today. 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 I'm drunk and apparently. Oh, you are? It's a hunch punch. Hunch punch. The hunch punch and the moonshine has made me very warm. So. Friday's in the corner with Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Kevin? That also just reminded me of Mean Girl's Sexy Cancer, because I thought that's what you were going to say, that you dressed up as. Sexy Cancer. Oh. Okay. Um, all right. So I'm changing up my thing, because my thing was very similar to what Kimberly was doing. Pictionary? Not a like, pictionary, but like a very similar list of witches. Oh. Um, 
So we're doing a Kevin's Corner on the Fly today where I have a list of famous real witch names. And these are people who are like on in history as like either were tried and convicted of being witches or like have like kind of like an old wives tale like uh, history of being a witch. Goody nurse. So I'm going to read the person's name and stuff about it, about that person. And then um, you're going to tell me a fun like 90 minute Disney plus movie that they could be in. Okay. Okay. Like cool. focus. Cool. Okay. Uh, Aaron's gonna go first. My God. Say the rules one more time. I'm gonna tell you a witch, and you're gonna make up a 90 minute like Disney, basically like a hocus pocus, but for them. Got it. All right, Aaron. Yours is Mother Shipton. Her real name was Ursula Southheel, but she was known about town as Mother Shipton or her other nickname, Hagface. And uh, in the 1500s, she was believed to be the child of a witch, which therefore made her a witch. Okay. So this is a Freaky Friday situation where we see a movie that starts... In um, like in present day, and everyone's in high school, and it's around Halloween, and this little girl, like, sort of similar to Hocus Pocus, where everyone's into Halloween, and she's like, whatever, who cares? All of a sudden, <laughs> she runs, she runs across this um, this mask that everyone's like been like, oh no, it's this, it's this like Halloween party where it's like, you have to wear the hag today. Like, it's like whoever is the least popular has to wear this hag mask. Okay. And then when that, and then something where like, it's, it's rainy that night and like thunder strikes yes. or lightning strikes the house. And while she's wearing the mask, like it's a hag mask and the lightning strikes, the lights go out. And then all of a sudden, she's hag face, and that and mm. the from the um from the past. This what's her name? What's the witch's name again? Mother Shipton. Mother Shipton has now embodied this little girl, and Mother Shipton has to figure out what it's like to be in high school in two thousand twenty. Oh my god, that was like Hilar- the mask mixed with like. 17 again. Focus, <laughs> 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 <Hocus> focus. <laughs> yeah, and her like end. best fr- and her like best friends like <clears throat> realize what's happened and have to figure out how to get their friend back and mother shipped in away. Wait. And hilarity ensues. I stand I for that. that. Yep. That's great. All right. Uh Keisha. Yes. You have Isabel Gaudi. Isabel Gaudi, uh, not much is known about this 17th century Scottish woman other than the fact that she re- uh, reportedly offered an incredibly detailed testimony at her witchcraft trial, recounting her experiences with the Queen of the Fairies and her ab- abilities to shapeshift. Okay. 
So she, in the trial, she was basically saying she was a witch? Correct. <laughs> Great. So this is a story about a girl named Lucky. Uh, <laughs> Lucky, <clears throat> we're going to do this like, what is it, never-ending story? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of Princess, Princess Bride. So Lucky has this storybook. And she's going through the storybook and she uh, comes upon the uh, Transformer witch. And she's like, Transformers, I know that. I've seen that movie. Let's read this story. (laughs) And uh, she reads the story and then it pans to the actual life of the witch. What's her name one more time? Gowdy? Gowdy? Isabel Gowdy. Isabel Gowdy. So... Isabel <laughs> Gowdy. Oh, where did Kevin go? Kevin? <laughs> I mean, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, video. Um, yes. So Isabel Gowdy is just trying to live her best uh, transformer life, but the world is not having it. Um, they want her to stay a woman uh, and do womanly things, you know, like 2020 stay in the kitchen, clean the house, all of the things, but she wants to transform. Um, so she decides to transform into a man and she lives her life as, as a man, but she is <laughs> trying. I'm so sorry. I'm laughing at Aaron. Um, So as a man, she's trying to get other men to realize that women can do all things because it always goes back to equality. (laughs) Uh, So as she is a man, she helps other men realize that women can do all the things and then transform. I'm a woman, guys. Look at all the things I accomplished, but you won't let me accomplish them as a woman. I had to do it as a man, but know that I can now do it as a woman. And now Lucky can go on with her life knowing that she can do anything as a woman because uh, Witch Gowdy said that she could. The end. Well done. Yeah, socially conscious <laughs> Disney Channel movie. Yes, I'm also very tipsy, so you're welcome. The Color of Friendship, Witch Edition. <laughs> Friendship. Amazing. Um, Kimberly. Yes. I've laid down. Tell me. You get Alice <laughs> Keitler. Okay. This Irish native <gasps> me. was accused by her stepchildren of performing witchcraft in 1324. And she was the first in the country to be tried for sorcery as a heretic. Was she convicted? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, this is a classic tale of a not-so-evil stepmother. And it's just that her kids, or her new kids, really didn't like her. So it's like a Maria Von Trapp situation, you know? They put the, the, put the toad I on know. her hair, <laughs> and they pull all these pranks on her. And because of all these pranks they're pulling, and she doesn't want to get them in trouble. She's like, no, the, it, the toad just appeared. Or like, no, like, I don't know how this happened. She doesn't want to get her stepkids in trouble because she wants them to like her. And so um, her, like, 
friends start to get suspicious that um, she is a witch and she's conjuring all of these pranks herself. And so um, she like takes the fall for everything. And then at the end, her stepkids are like, no, it was us. And it's about, you know, how to love your family. Yes. I'm not going to lie. That was really good. I was really good <laughs> that. Good work. Uh, Brian, you ready? <laughs> you, get, you get Kimberly Cooper Schmidt. Hey! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you get Sybil. Oh, right, I was going to read tarot cards. What? I said, oh, right, I was going to read tarot cards. Right, you're totally a witch. Um, <laughs> also, don't do that around Halloween. Just don't do any of those kind of things, like scary movies. Watch them and realize how life works. Um, okay. Sybil <laughs> Leak is your person, Brian. Sybil Leak. Uh, she's the author of her autobiography called Diary of a Witch. And she became known as the world's most famous witch in 1969. Oh, this is a fun period piece. And the voiceover <laughs> is her writing her book. And then, you know, all the trials and tribulations are trying to get her book published. Ah, get it. Witch trials and tribulations. Yes. <laughs> but not and it's not only about like the what she's trying to do um and how to get that published not only as a witch but you know as a woman in 1969 being taken seriously um and it ends with the book being published and like and and you know like her writing the first line which was like the first line of the movie um and it's just about the wacky adventure she goes on awesome yes uh, yeah, and this has been uh, Kevin's Corner with Real Life Witches. Yay, witches. Um, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So here's a question for everybody. Um, what I asked you, what kind of stood out that like in terms of the, uh, you know, having grown up and all that fun stuff, but like what just stood out as being like the best, like what just like really warmed your heart in this movie that like, or just like made you really pumped or excited. Nikisha. Uh, definitely the costumes and the wigs. I was just living for all of it. It was just so perfectly meshed. Uh, and not only the Sanderson sisters, but the 90s nostalgia of the costumes and Max with that Sean Hunter haircut was just great for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, but I, I really was just paying attention to 
uh, how great the the costumes and Ben Midler's nails and just how like long and like creepy they were and some of the little jewelry accented pieces that I wouldn't necessarily have noticed uh, as a as a kid, but I just thought it was all very well put together. There were small things in this that like I remembered like as soon as they happened that like warmed my heart like the line where Sarah Jessica Parker's going, amok, 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 and then gets hit. Like, that was always a, a big laugh moment as a kid. Um, when Kathy to Jimmy uses the, the vacuum cleaner. That's what I was going to say. There will never be anything better. It's, Iconic. Yeah. So, so good. Also, something I noticed this time that I never noticed before that is totally an adult, th- like an adult in theater and this kind of thing, was after they kill his sister in like the opening scene uh Thackeray's sister and she's like hunched over like with like white hair and stuff that poor little girl moves so much during that like the moments that she's still on <laughs> but it's like little it's like little little kid moments like you know what I mean where it's like she moves her knee and then like quickly knows she's not supposed to so she pushes both of them back down like, <laughs> moments I watched I rewound yeah. it and watched it again and I was just like you know that Kenny Ortega was watching like the the playback for the day or whatever and was just like but you know what it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. she did good we don't need to pay her for another eight hours of work like it's fine let's just it's fine but that like there were moments like that where I was just like oh Oh, amazing Aaron um the score, man. This sc- who wrote the score? I didn't look it up. I should have. So the like, score. So the score has it, an interesting story to it. Oh. Um, the score was uh, composed and conducted by John Debney. Um, James Horner was originally supposed to, but became unavailable at the last minute. So Debney did it, and he did the score in two weeks. Um, I mean, just everything about the score feels like like. For a movie as camp and as like cult classic-y as this, like the score feels like on a different level than the movie. <laughs> like it's so it's so like high class and it elevates the movie, obviously, and it does exactly what it's supposed to do. But literally every time the score would pop in, A, it was a lot of the movie, but also just like whenever I listened to it, I'm like, this is like John Williams caliber score to like a divine movie. Like, yeah. and I, I was just like it's also interesting that you, you mentioned that it was written in two weeks that's crazy because I feel like mm-hmm. you can hear a like intensity and like a, a like that kind of pressure in the music that like mm-hmm. heightens it for this kind of experience for like a Halloween movie it's fantastic the way that it like heightens the tension but I feel yeah. like you can hear it in the music that like, and that makes sense if he wrote it in two weeks, it was just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, it just feels like the, the, the score is so good that I feel like as much as I love this movie, this movie doesn't deserve as good of a score as it has. Does that sure. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Kim- yeah. Kimberly, besides the vacuum, anything else? Um, yes, Allison's original costume. I, to this day, am upset that that is not what she wears outside. <laughs> yes. It is a beautiful <laughs> dress. She looks great. It is a beautiful dress. Why mm-hmm. isn't that what she runs around in the whole movie? It would have been so fun. <laughs> then she puts on, like, the most 90s outfit, so it's great. Sure. 
Um, oh, I, wait, one more yeah. question. Is Sarah Jessica Parker singing or is it someone else? Great question. I think it's her. She's probably. Is it, is it her singing? I think okay. so. I remember Just being obsessed with that song. Yeah. Okay. I remember being obsessed with that song. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, was Cloris Leachman gonna was Cloris Leachman gonna sing I Put a Spell on You? Or was that I don't know? I'm sure they added that in after she okay. she just after she, Ben she Midler signed on. After Ben Midler, that makes sense. Um yeah. But uh, uh for me I, hold on, can I say anything really quick? Yeah, of course. When I was in uh oh god, what grade was that? Uh Sixth grade. When I was in sixth grade, I um, had a fight with my, like a joking fight with my language arts teacher um, because we were doing something where we had to make a list of like top five influential singers for us, like in our journal. And like number three for me was like Bette Midler. And I talked about how like amazing she is in Beaches and Hocus Pocus. And my teacher was like, I, he was like, I'm getting, it's very well written. Like you're getting an A, but like Bette Midler's not a singer. Like she can't sing. And I was like, whoa. And we like got into a joking fight. And like, I remember him like watching me and like listening to my passion about it and like kind of having a weird smile and being like, all right, no, I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. But I guarantee you in his head, now that I look back, he was probably like, Oh, this little homo in training, like <laughs> the bat for Bette Midler as a singer. Like he, he guarantee you, he was just like, sure, homo, yep. <laughs> but yeah, that we just be fighting over it because he said that Bette Midler couldn't sing, and I was like, girl, like how yeah. dare, how dare you? Yes. Um, yeah, I think this time when I watched it, I was surprised at how much they were not phoning it in. Like, mm-hmm. they were just, like, all there 100%. Oh, it yeah. shows how much fun they were having. Because, like, you know, when you, re- I'll be honest, when you rewatch things like Hook from this same time period, like, so much of that is being phoned in, but you remember it as not being, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but this one, like, everybody is just, like, there 100 At least the three of them. Um, yeah. the, the the witches are really in it. To They're win it, so, so good. They're so, so good. And I um, wonder, sorry, just the scripts, like how much of it was improv, especially like Kathy, because she was basically just repeating everything that Bet was saying. And I'm like, <laughs> was this in the script or was this like your just character journey that's like turned out to be amazing? But uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you, oh, it's Sarah Jessica Parker's best work. It's my favorite thing about You know what? I agree. <laughs> I was like, I forgot done. how good she was in this movie. Because I remember when I, like, realized that it was Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's, it's fascinating because, because we think of Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, um, as Carrie um, Bradshaw and everything she does after that. Hold on one second. After she does um, everything after that is what we define her as. But like yeah. before that, like she was in all these teen comedies, like um, um, uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun and this. And like, she, it, it was, it's, it's funny. It's, it's interesting to see actresses and actors who get kind of um, um, t- 
typecast into something because they had like an mm-hmm. iconic role and it's hard for them to break out of it. And we think of them that in a specific way, but watching their stuff before that, it's just like, you could have been anything like, you, that, like you were so good at the, like Tom Cruise is a, Tom Cruise is weirdly the same way. Like you think about like now he's only an action star. You forget that like he did these awesome comedies and, yeah. um, and, and he did all these wonderful, like, um, romantic comedies but now he just like is no longer a romantic lead in any sense of the word he's just an action star and it's just fascinating how like these iconic roles like once he did mission impossible like that was kind of it you know you have magnolia and stuff in there but like it's it's fascinating well and it's also like this aspect where like sex in the city like sarah jessica parker had to carry a show when these people she had to carry a show but like when they don't have to like be this when they don't have to be like the every woman or the every man like these characters like these actors get to let loose and you forget what they're capable of when they're not carrying the show sure like like tom cruise in tropic thunder Yes, totally that's a great example of like yeah didn't have to he didn't have to be tom cruise and yes. it's so enjoyable. Totally. That's a great example. Mm-hmm. And I um, say this a lot, but like it is very easy to play a dumb character poorly, like hit all the obvious yeah. points or be obnoxious or annoying about it. Yeah. But like Sarah Jessica Parker plays it with an authenticity that like when she says something dumb, your immediate reaction is aw and not like Yes. Uh, she's so annoying. Like to be able to do that is like actually a legit talent. Absolutely. Um, well, on that note, should we uh, should we guess the Rotten Tomato scores? Let's do it. Yeah. This one does have a critics um, consensus and a critics uh, kind of thing. So let's go with that. Uh, let's go around the horn. Uh, who, oh, wh- who's your MVP? You cannot use somebody else's MVP and then tell me your score. Okay. Who's going first? Who's first? <laughs> Whoever. And then it's me and Thackeray Banks, the voiceover artist who dubbed the <laughs> person. Beautiful. Um, is the MVP Rotten Tomatoes? I think it probably has like a ninety-four. Next. Uh, my MVP is Winifred's lipstick. Because it's iconic. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you said 94? Yeah. Really? Damn it. Um, 92. I'm going to say 87. And my MVP is Billy. Um, just because the, the like physical humor he plays is so good. I hate this game. You stole mine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> His physical um, humor is perfect. I mean, Doug Jones is the best. The, he mm-hmm. is the best. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to go for it. Do I know him from other things? In every, every Guillermo del Toro movie? Is he the guy that plays... Yes. Okay, um, yeah. Fans yeah. Labyrinth. He, he's, he's so he's, good at non-verbal performing that, like... Yeah. Billy's so good. <sighs> I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go high and go like ninety nine. 
And just because it rang to me to, to today watching, like, I'm just going to go off, off the beaten path and say my MVPs were Timon and Pumbaa. Like the two, the two like oh ice, ice and what yeah ice and J yeah mm-hmm. I was like oh look it's Timon and Pumbaa here we are oh my god like, <laughs> they're, they're like, Bulk and, they're like Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers yeah yes uh huh like Pain and Panic they're always a Timon totally. there's always a Timon oh, and Pumbaa no. in every Disney movie so I'll go with um, them let's go in um, mine is. Um, I'm going to go with Sarah Jessica Parker. Just like, I just didn't remember her being that kind of an actress or that good because we've been stuck with her Carrie Bradshaw for so long. Um, and that, I think, I think Carrie Bradshaw, as we've all kind of discussed, does her as an actress a complete disservice when it comes to like what she's capable of in her career in general, even though like she made bank. So like, I'm not complaining for her, but um, <laughs> yeah, she's probably she's not either. So. Because of it. Yeah. She's, she's uh She's enjoying She's doing that fine. HBO money. Yeah, I'm not worried. She's doing fine. Um, but um, the actual you guys, you guys like this movie too much. Thirty seven percent. What? Harmlessly, ho- harmlessly hokey, yet never much more than mediocre. Hocus Pocus is a muddled family friendly effort that fails to live up to the talents of its impressive cast. It's less than the worst witch. No, well, worst witch doesn't count because that was just score. fans. That was audience score. Well, what is the audience score of Hocus Pocus? 71. It's still less than worst witch. <laughs> <laughs> How is it not like a 100? I don't know. It's nuts. There you go. See? She's mad. This is a very right. specialized group of movie watchers. Bad we have world. <laughs> Mad so Kevin, movie. Kevin, can you bust out whoever is going to tell us about the uh, <laughs> oh, um, no. and rankings? Oi, we're going to tell you about the rankings today. So this is the way it works when we do the rankings. So with this unranking system, it's really great because it's like the dancing lady. So the way it works is we have a one, a two, or a three. A one is like, wow, this is a great movie. A two is like, that was an all right movie. And then a three is like, I would not watch that movie again. But then we also have a one uh, plus and a minus. And the plus is like, I would extra watch that movie again. And the minus is like, Jesus, that mask on Aaron's screen is terrifying. So the minus is like, not so great. So like, cronky, let's move on with that. Blew me. There's the story. Back to you, Bri. All right, okay. S Club 7. S Club 7, baby. S- All right, I'm going to share my screen. Aaron is That's the scariest person I've ever met. Okay. <laughs> you can see my screen, right? Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Well, I already put in Haley's worst witch. Um, okay. What else are our worst witch? Three. Three. Oh, three. I'm gonna say I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry, gonna say, I'm gonna say a good one minus. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kimberly, you're a three as well. Oh, absolutely. It took me <laughs> be I'm surprised a, to watch an hour-long movie. The only reason I took three and not a three minus for me is because of how much you all enjoy it. 
as absolutely seen. Yes, tambourine. That's why the one minus. That is a one minus song for sure. (laughs) I'm gonna give it a three plus just to be to. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that is what is that? What is that? A two minus. A two, a two, a two or a two minus. I think it's a two minus. Yeah. Okay. That's outrageous. That is oh, outrageous. Speaking of that, when I was waiting in line uh, to vote the other day, the there were these parents in front of me with their little girl who was in full um, Uma costume from The Descendants. Oh, wow. Nobody could guess who it was. <laughs> Every Did time you? they were like, "Oh, are you? A, I like your hair. What are you?" And she's like, "Uma from The Descendants." And everyone's like, "Oh, yes, of course." <laughs> no clue. Um, and you were yeah. like, it's spot on. <laughs> I was like, I know. I've watched all three of them, including 2.5. Um, Ted's having a good what? time over there. <laughs> yeah, Ted, he's the whole day he sleeps. And then the second I'm on the on, on like recording something, he's like, I'm going to make the most noise possible. <laughs> um, all right. Um, what is uh, your ranking for Hocus Pocus? One plus. One plus. One plus. Three minus. <laughs> it's a one plus. Uh, uh, a one. No, it was going to be our first unanimous. I can't let Hocus Pocus be our first unanimous. <laughs> oh, I know. It's Christmas. You can change me to a one. I was succumbing to peer pressure also. Uh. No. Anybody else? Plus. I don't care. Right. It's a plus. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, is this a one? No. There's there three. are three one pluses, only two ones. It's a one plus. All right. Spark. Okay. So, um, Hocus Pocus joins the one plus tier family, and that includes Mary Poppins, Aladdin, Hairspray, The Muppet Movie, The Muppets Christmas Carol, Center Stage, a film, Fiddler on the Roof, Eurovision, another film, uh, Cinderella's <laughs> Brandy, Waiting for Guffman, Singing in the Rain, Little Shop of Horrors, What the Constitution Means to Me, and Hocus Pocus. Nice. I like that you said oh, Cinderella's Brandy, not Brandy Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what I said? Yes. Wait, can I read the two minuses, Brian? Yeah, I'm going to read the two minuses as well. Um, and welcome to the two minus tier, the worst witch. Which is, <laughs> hello again, La La Land O and the worst witch. <laughs> I'm rude really, on behalf of the worst witch. Guys, I'm really insulted that, La, that the worst witch and La La Land. And La La Land. is hello again. Is hello again to be lower. What? No, no if we were to do this again, I would definitely rank uh, that higher. Hello again? Yeah, uh, I would not. I would, I, 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 I'm good on the. I'm good on my tier three on the hello again. You're all the worst. You're literally the worst. <laughs> well, that brings us to our end of our episode. Happy Halloween, everybody! Halloween. Um, Happy Halloween! Safe. Thank you so much for always joining us. Um, you can follow us real quick because it's Halloween. What's your favorite scary movie? Go in a circle. Green. The Conjuring franchise. Oh, you can't choose like 10 movies. I am. The Conjuring <laughs> franchise. <laughs> oh, that's a tough... Um, the Cabin in the Woods. Great like movie. Hocus Pocus? Like, uh, like, I don't watch horror movies. Get Out. I'll say Get Out. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say uh, The Haunting of Hill House, the, the TV show. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if Nikisha could take 10 movies, I could take nine episodes <laughs> of Also, Get Out is an incredible film, but yes. anytime someone says Get Out, in my head I hear JoJo go, Leave right now. Like, you it's the end of you now? and me. Yeah, right now. It's the end of you and me. That's all I hear when people say Get Out. And I can't wait for you oh, to be I know about her. And I wonder why I'm on all the lies. Said that you would treat me right, but you were just a waste of time. Yes. Yes. Well, come little children, I take thee away into a land of enchantment. Come little children, the times come to play here in my garden of shadows. Yay. Shadows? Is that the words? Yes. It's surprisingly creepier hearing Brian say it than hearing <laughs> <laughs> say it. <laughs> speaking it. Come, little children. Oh, God, what if there's like 30 Brooklyn kids standing outside your apartment right now? <laughs> <laughs> I promise you there are not. Um, but uh, you can follow us at Broadway Sun on all social media. You can find us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Kevin runs out with the dirty, nerdy stuff. Um, for those of you who... What did you say? Theater nerdy stuff. I thought you just said that has dirty, dirty stuff. And I was like, I did what? not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> did you hear that too, Nikisha? Okay, good. Into <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my, my garden of magic. Not shadows. <laughs> Here in my garden of magic? Yeah, <laughs> where did I get shadows from? Is that it? That might be a different verse. Oh. Check all the verses. Hey, fans, go go watch the movie again. On the know. site right now, just check the <laughs> lyrics. Disneyfandom.com um, says, "Into my garden of magic." Here in my garden of magic. Oh, okay. Then I said shadows. I don't know why I said shadows. Um, <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, uh, you can find, oh, I did that already. Uh, oh, yeah, no, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, rate and review us there. Five stars. Five stars, please. Thank you. Um, and as we end every episode, we raise a glass and we say, Zootoop. Cheers. Cheers. If you haven't oh, yet, go vote. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. Vote, 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 vote. Vote, vote, vote. Early voting is all, all this week, right? In New York? Yeah. Yes. You can vote early. Until, weird times, so look up your polling place. Yeah. You cannot vote early the Monday because they have to set up everything early. Um, but up until the Sunday before, you can, I believe. But everyone go to vote.org um, to check your early polling places, your registration, uh, eligibility, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, so that you go with the plan so you know what's happening. Um, it was we waited an hour and a half outside the Barclays. Um, it was while we did wait, it was it was a very easy process. There you were so Ted. many people doing it. What? You and Ted? Ted and I, yep. This was the first time Ted voted. You can hear him very excited in the background now. <laughs> um uh yeah, and then next just uh, next week we're watching uh Follow That Bird on HBO Max Ted. 
Ted's really excited watching, to follow that bird. Ted's a bit loves his Sesame Street presents films. Um, but yeah, on HBO Max, follow that bird. Um, but uh, thank you all so much. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Zoo doo wop You want to say when for a tarot card? When? Oh, hold on, I missed it. When? When? The Page of Cups. What does that mean? Yay. Is that for drinking? I don't know. Let's see. Oh, you. you <laughs> it's been a really long time. Up. I have to look them up. Yeah. Oh. You know, everyone can read tarot cards by just reading what it says, right? Like, yeah. Read tarot, <laughs> I have to like five years. Jay is scared of him. Um, a studious and intent person, reflective, meditative, loyal, willingness to offer services and efforts toward a specific goal, a helpful person, and a trustworthy worker. That's so you. thank all of so your Brian. poll workers and vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Zoo doo <wop> up. <laughs> <laughs>